Hey everybody, it's Alex. Just a quick programming note. You might remember we were playing these episodes out of order. This is the Terror Train episode. We were supposed to have aired this a couple episodes ago, but we wanted to play the Blair Witch episode before Thanksgiving, and of course, we wanted to do our special live Instagram presentation of Silent Night, Deadly Night. If you missed that, you can still find it over on the Instagram page. I'm sure you'll like it, but for all the reasons that I would find it embarrassing. I drank a little bit that night. Anyway, this is the Terror Train episode. It just works out that we are playing this after New Year's. It's a call that we made. This is a New Year's-related movie, so it just fits here. If you want to find out what movie to watch for the next episode of Slasher I Hardly Know Her, just go to Instagram and listen to that episode of Slasher I Hardly Know Her. All right, let's get to the show. Every time something scary happens, God damn it! if Alex doesn't stand up, start spinning in circles, and get himself tangled in the canopy again. We had to quit watching horror movies in bed together. How many canopies have we gone through in our life? I don't know. You think you'd learn your lesson after like the second one at least. Welcome to Slasher, I Hardly Know Her, the horror movie review podcast where we watch horror so you can figure out whether it's worth your precious time. I'm your host, Alex, and I am joined today by a very, very special man, not uh, not uh, a foreigner to this show, no stranger, but certainly a big get to get him on the show today. I introduce you to my brother, Micah Slasher. Oh, a big git. You Come on. I'm not a big git. Thanks for saying that. You, yeah, I'm, you, you really I'm, think I'm a big git? I think you're, yeah, absolutely. I think you, without you, this show is at least 50% not as good. 50%? It's half not as good? Correct. About half, yeah. With you there. How the hell was, you been? 100% good. I've been well. I am enjoying uh, the cold, chilly weather. I wish it wasn't quite as cold as it is here, but it's been nice kind of getting in that fall feel because it stayed warm for a long time. It was kind of tough to get into the Halloween spirit because it just was a little too warm here. Wow. We're, we're less than a couple minutes into the show and we've already gotten to the weather. Yeah. I mean, that's what old men do, right? I mean, buckle up, people. It's going to be a nail biter. I mean, Two old guys talking about the weather. It's too cold outside. That's a Randy Travis line, right? Is there a as draft long as old men sit and talk about the weather. Uh, and that's what we do. We're sitting on a porch. Uh, I guess probably most adults don't have to be on the porch of a swamp in Slasherville to, you know, talk about the weather, but that's where we've chosen. But it is a nice night. It is pretty out here. We've got all the alligators, the crickets, the algae. Yeah, the if you're quiet enough, you can really hear that algae sing. It's oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Is that what algae sound like? They do that that, that Italian opera. Ah, well. Uh, so this week we looked at uh, a horror movie. Is my pick. And this is a childhood favorite for me for a lot of reasons, but we watched 1980s Terror Train, starring Jamie, Terror starring Train. yeah Terror Train, starring Jamie Lee Curtis and 
one of my favorites, David Copperfield. David Copperfield, who, as I was watching this movie, looking at a very young David Copperfield, I was like, Jeff Goldblum and David Copperfield should play brothers. Yeah, I could see that. They I look could. a little bit alike. I, I, I could see that, absolutely. Um, I Jamie Lee is in this one, and, and mm-hmm. I looked up the dates. This one came out, what, two years after Halloween? Yeah, yeah. She looked uh, quite a bit older, not like, uh, she looked more mature, you know, in, in Halloween she looks like the teenage girl she plays, and in this she looked like a young woman. She cranked out two movies in 80. She did uh, Terror Train and Prom Night. Oh, prom Night, not one of my favorites. We haven't done that one yet, but I was never a huge Prom Night guy. I've never my, seen it. Oh, yeah, my wife and I tried to get through it one time, and she kept falling asleep every time we tried to watch it, so I just gave up on it. It's that hard to get through? I mean, it's got I mean, Jamie Lee, and with a name like Prom Night, it sounds like it should be a classic. I don't think it's terrible. It's just it's not one of my favorites. But that said, Terror Train is one of my favorites. I love it. Uh, so let me ask you, did you watch the new one as well? <laughs> Well, uh, had you seen the new one before you were like, hey, uh, let's also watch the new one? No, 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 no. Okay, then I I I forgive you for having me watch that. I just knew they made it this year, so I thought it would be fun if maybe in our third segment, like we did last episode, we just do the new Terror Train in segment three. Well, you know, I pitched that idea. I was like, hey, you know, we could do... like throw in a new and buzzworthy movie in the third segment whenever we felt like it. And you were like, hey, how about just new and not buzzworthy at all? <laughs> Let's watch Terror I'm Train guessing, 2022. I'm guessing you didn't like the new Terror Train. I'm excited to talk about that one too then. I mean, other than some curveballs, it was pretty much shot for shot the original Terror Train. Yes, yeah, save it for segment three, a-hole. All right, all right, oh. I'll save it. I'll save it. So, uh, for the uninitiated, uh, Terror Train is a movie about some college students who basically rent out a whole train, I guess, for New Year's Eve. They're all in costume for some reason. I'm not sure why they didn't just make it Halloween. Maybe because Jamie Lee Curtis was in Halloween and they didn't want the overlap. I have no idea. But it's New Year's. Everyone is in a costume. And they have taken over this train just to party and they've also hired a magician who is very good. And, uh, you know, murder starts happening. Uh, did you, what were your, what's your initial thoughts on this one, Micah? Uh, I mean, as compared to the new one, I like the original a lot better. Um, I, you know, I didn't hate the setup. It's, it's a pretty standard slasher setup. You've got teenagers frat boys sorority girls all headed to some kind of shindig this one happens to be on a train um what it definitely wasn't the most riveting horror slasher from the from the 80s but uh you know it was all right hey yeah i liked it i mean you know i of course watched because i was a young man when this came out and it had david copperfield and you know most people don't but you do know that i love david copperfield i think he's awesome uh, I like so. that he was in it. He he brought a little something extra to the movie that most slashers don't have. I I'll think, give him that. As far as I know, that's the only movie he's ever been in, at least in a semi-starring role. I think he might yeah. have been in Burt Wonderstone for a second. I'm not sure. 
But uh, was that Steve Carell? Yeah, terrible. I remember terrible that that's movie. a movie. I can't remember if I ever saw it because oh, it's I, I, so bad. I mean, it I, is, I remember the trailer, and I thought maybe that's one I'll, I'll miss. It is just so bad. It's a wonder stone that he had a career after that. But uh, anyway, so we've got we've got lots to get to in this episode. We've got uh, a final girl. Uh, the Final Girl Challenge, of course, as you know, we're going to talk about Terror Train uh, 2022, a, a, a be original, mind you, uh, coming up in segment three. I didn't even know that was a thing, that there were either. such a thing as be originals. I did not know that either. And uh, then, hey, of course- Hey, have, have you noticed on Tubi that if you if there's a commercial break starting and you just hit the fast forward button and then hit play, you skip the commercial break? No, I didn't know that. Is that true? Are you lying to me? It worked on Terror Train. Like, it popped up, and it was like, commercial about to start. And I was like, I don't want to watch a commercial. So I just hit fat f- fast forward and then play, and it skipped the commercial break. Ooh, a little we bit of We shouldn't talk about this because you. it's going to get out, and then Tubi's going to be like, oh, we got to fix this. Well, I don't know. I think you're, I think you're really overemphasizing the pow- power of our 10 listeners. But... Um, Hey, I don't know if you know this or not, Alex, but we are influencers. We are influencers? I don't know about that. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm And I'm wearing a big, dumb hat right now. Hey, I was going to wear a big, dumb hat today. I didn't do it. Did but... you see that sketch on Saturday Night Live? Uh, no. I can tell you no. Amy Schumer was the host, and they were making fun of these girls who are on like Instagram and wear these big, dumb hats. And I was really happy to see that because I've been making fun of those fucking hats for years now. My fiance can attest to this. I'm like, I could like a girl. And as soon as I see her in one of those hats, I'm like, get the fuck out of my life. Well, I mean, not to go too far off the subject, but you used to date a girl who wore those big dumb hats. You know what? I think I know exactly who you're talking about. (laughs) You did. I remember her and her big dumb hats. I, I mean, like. It's, it's the first person I think of when I think of Big Dumb Hat. Uh, I don't know if that swayed my opinion of Big Dumb Hats. I don't know if the two uh, are yeah. it Yeah, that might be why you don't like them. Well, we also have to get to uh, what else are you into. We've got, we'll of course name our crunchiest kill. And then at the end of the episode, Micah will tell me what movie he has picked for us to watch oh, next. Buddy. You oh, already got to pick that? <laughs> Even the dog's excited about it. Dog, and it must be a good one. It (laughs) must be a good one. He seemed excited. Um, (laughs) He's a fucking menace. He's Uh, ruining my life. He sounds like a hound dog. Second a piece. He's not a hound dog. Well, he's a mutt, so maybe there's some hound in there. Who fucking knows? He sounds like a hound dog to me. All right, so uh, this movie opens up with, uh, like so many horror slasher movies of the time, this opens up with some kids playing a prank on a guy, and then, of course, that destroys that guy's life. I mean, it's like it's such a common trope, but what they do, they're at a frat party. He's, uh, you know, like pledging this frat, and in order to get, you know, to be a full brother of this frat, you've got to get laid that night. So they've set him up with Jamie Lee to get laid. But we know that it's just a joke. Jamie Lee's told to go in the room, hide behind the bed, and then entice him in. And it's really going to be just some dude in the bed is what they tell her. But when he hops in bed with this girl, 
it's actually a dead body that came from like the medical lab because at least one of these guys is a med student. And so, and he's, yeah, the, it's he's a legit the dead body. It's got yeah, it's, some incisions in the chest. And it's, yeah, it's nasty. And he freaks out by doing what we'd all do in that scene. He stands up and starts spinning around relentlessly until he gets all caught up in the, what do you call that thing that's over a bed? What do you call a that canopy? Thing? A canopy. Well, yeah, it's like a lace canopy or whatever. And he gets all caught up in it. And he's been scarred for life. And then we cut to three years later as we're getting on a train. All and of he them. He gets caught up in that canopy and they like slow motion. And uh, I think it kind of worked in that I was a little worried he was going to hang himself and die right there. I kind of thought that was going to happen, too. I mean, I mean, it's again, it's. A quintessential reaction. I mean, it's what you do when you get scared. You start spinning around like a tornado. Uh, but oh, yeah, he, dude. he just happened to be caught up in that lace. And yeah, I thought it was going to kill him, but I guess it just scarred him for life. So that's why I hate watching scary movies with you, because every time something scary happens, God damn it, if Alex doesn't stand up, start spinning in circles and get himself tangled in the canopy again. I know we had to we had to quit watching horror movies in bed together because of this exact I just kept ripping right. canopies down. Dude. Get down from there. This is the best part. <laughs> trying to watch a fucking movie. And he's just like, oh, oh. And he rips the canopy, and I got to order a new one. It's a whole thing. A whole new canopy. I mean, my God. I, I apologize. I probably still owe you some money. It How is, many canopies uh, have we gone through I in mean, our life? I don't know. You think you'd learn your lesson after, like, the second one at least. But uh, that's it's a lot of canopies. Uh, it's quite a few. Uh, so in three years later, Jamie Lee Curtis, cause she was kind of tricked into ruining this guy's life. She didn't know it was a dead body. She doesn't like the frat boy who was, uh, like responsible for that, but she still hangs out with him because he's friends with her boyfriend and you know, they're all frats and sororities. And so, I mean, they all, you know, flock together, I guess. Um, but before the train even departs, Somebody gets killed, murdered, like on the platform, and then run over by the train, their dead body. And I don't remember who it was. It was somebody that worked on the train, right? Oh, I thought it was one of the kids because weren't they wearing a costume? Maybe it was one of the clown kids. costume, something yeah, like that. Maybe it, maybe it was one of the kids. I don't know. Um, but whatever the case, uh, things start happening. Like they, you know, people start getting killed in slasher style. And then is it it's the conductor of the train who, by the way, that old guy was just great, wasn't he? Who is he? I recognized him. He from did something. look familiar. I don't know. He must be just some character actor that was in movies when we were kids. But yeah, he absolutely like he's been in a familiar. ton of shit. And did you see like the guy actually running the train? They were like, if if there was a an offensive stereotype for the guys who drive trains and shovel the coal, these two guys were in it. They could have, they, their faces were dirty and they talked with, you know, broken English. And it was like they, they could have taken those two characters and put them on, you know, the bottom of the Titanic for that movie and they would have fit right in. They were just oh, slimy, grubby, of racist tropes. Men. I'm pretty sure my brain is a racist because I had a dream the other day. In the dream, I had hired. Uh, like a cleaning service to come to my house and clean up because there was dog hair everywhere and I was inhaling it and dying. And uh, the people who showed up were Hispanic. You are a racist. 
You I know. A, I'm like, damn it, my brain. dream, my dream asleep brain is a fucking racist making stereotypes in my sleep. What an asshole. Uh, I don't even know. I think most of the cleaning crew at my work are all like really young white dudes. So okay, that's probably what I dream about. Who and, you know and how you were talking about the old guy on the train? Mm-hmm. His name's Ben Johnson. Uh, he's been in everything. He was born in Oklahoma oh my God. in 1918. Damn. That's he old. was in uh, Rio Grande. He was in the last picture show. Uh, yeah, he died in 1996. Hmm. But he's That's been in, he was on Bonanza. <laughs> he was in that John Wayne movie, Chisholm. Okay. Chisholm, John Chisholm. I had to, I watched that when I was a kid. I am I'm not familiar, but uh he was great. He was fantastic. I mean, like he really helped everybody through the movie. He eventually Damn. discovers isn't it he was is in it, the wild bunch? He was in Hang oh 'em High with God. Clint Eastwood. He, he he was in the town that dreaded sundown. He was not. Well, you know, I'm just Googling this and he pops up. He was in Shane. He was in fucking Mighty Joe Young. He did a bunch of movies with John Wayne. A bunch of westerns. Now, to explain to our audience what just happened, the reason that sounded like a big fast-forward noise was because Micah just named every single movie that the guy who played the conductor was in, and I thought I'd spare you all that. <laughs> <laughs> and he was in a little movie called Radio Flyer with Elijah Wood and Tom oh, Hanks. Oh, that is a good movie. I remember that movie. You remember that one? I do remember Radio Flyer. I kind of want to watch that again. I haven't seen it since I was a little kid, but I remember fucking thinking it was magical. Was it? Was it magical? Well, that's... That's what I remember. I remember thinking it was a wonderful, magical movie that took me to a place. Where did it take you? You know, that happy, euphoric feeling you get when you watch a movie when you're a kid. And you're like, ah, you know, I'm going. You're, you're with the characters, and you're there. And it's like you've, you've gone into movie land. Kind of sounds like you're explaining an orgasm. It was kind of like a, it was a little bit of an orgasm for my young brain, getting to mm -hmm. watch those movies and get transported to this whole other world. Oh my God, that I, I'm just putting this all together. That's why, huh, that's why after we get done, I always, uh, I, I ask Heather how she's doing and she often says I had a radio flyer. Huh. <laughs> I never knew what it meant. Radio flyer. I just, I just thought it was a weird thing she said. I don't know. I, I always felt like it meant I did a good job, but apparently having yeah. a radio. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Good to know. Um, so anyway, that conductor, he finds there's this this bathroom on the train has been locked forever, and he's like, knock, knock, knock. I'm coming in with my passkey if you don't answer. Nobody does. He goes in, and there's a dead body there in a lizard costume and blood everywhere. And so he locks it back up, and he goes, and he, he tells the stereotypical train conductor, uh, even though it says conductor on his hat, I guess maybe the conductor doesn't actually run the train because the guy who runs the train was a dirt ball. And so he tells that dirt ball driving the train, like, drive faster or whatever. There's somebody dead in here. And when they go back, the bathroom's all cleaned up, and there's nothing in there. But yeah. So we're not... We know a murder happened. We've seen the murder. We've seen two, but now he doesn't know what's going on. He just assumes it's these college kids fucking around. Because 
they are definitely fucking around. And this is a really nice train, although I noticed, did you notice all the scenes where they would do like an exterior shot of the train as it went by? How many cars were on that train? Like seven? I mean, it wasn't, I don't remember. It wasn't it was a big a train. It wasn't a lot. And no, it wasn't a lot. It was like the train would pass. They'd hold the shot until the whole train was by and it took like four seconds. So the guy driving it is the engineer. The guy running around acting like a manager is the conductor. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. My kid, uh, I have a friend that's an industrial engineer, an industrial engineering professor. And when my kid was little, she thought that was cool because she thought it meant that my friend ran a train. It's cool. Ad- it's adorable. Cool story. It was so adorable. Wrong Aww. engineer, you little idiot. Uh, hey. Anyway, uh, Micah's children, even his own. I do. It's not true. I love my kid, and I love all kids. Ah, a little too much sometimes. A little too much. Did I say that out loud? Yeah. Well, oh. you kind of whispered it. That was kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do love little kids. Though. Little kids are great as long as they're going home at the end of the day. Like when somebody comes over and they got kids, it's like, hey, your kids are fun. But I'm glad they go home at the end of the day. I did my. You know what I like to do with little kids? No, 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 no. I like to pour water on their heads when they when they annoy me. Is that you know? Just whatever whatever you're drinking. If a kid starts to annoy you, just dump it on his head. Hmm. You can't get away with that with grown ups, but kids you can get away with it. And (laughs) if they say that that you did it, you're just like, no, he spilled he spilled it on himself. I'm gonna go into a story right this moment uh, where. I know I'm going to edit this out, so I'm just going to tell you because I think you'll appreciate it. Last Saturday, I was running, and I, you know, I was on like mile two. I'm going down this sidewalk, and there are these three kids. They're probably like 13 years old. It's a girl and two boys, and uh, they're across the, you know, they're taking up the whole sidewalk in front of me, all three of them. But they can see I'm coming, no big deal, right? And mm-hmm. so two. Uh, go off to the left. The girl and the taller guy kind of go off to the left and the other boy goes off to the right to kind of make a hole for me to run through. And so as I'm running, when I get right to the to the kids, the one who went to the right, who thinks he's a funny, smart ass, like, mm-hmm. like immediately bumps in, like he's going to trip me. And mm. like, I mean, that's literally what he's trying to do. He's trying to trip me while I'm running. And so without breaking stride in any way whatsoever, I put my right hand on his shoulder and I just shove him onto the ground and keep running. <laughs> I can't believe how old was this kid who tried to trip you? He's about the I would I would guess he's about thirteen. And oh, and he I literally mean, tried to trip a man. What a whole yeah, shit. He tried to like like, I don't know, body check me to trip me. Which and then had I not pushed him out of the way, he probably would have succeeded. But I mean, never broke stride, just laid my hand on his shoulder and shoved him down on the ground and just kept running. And as he was falling, he goes, Oh and just hits Later the- Alex found out that that little boy had multiple sclerosis and that's just the way he walks. Dude, he was a little punk. And for thirty seconds after I did it, I was like, I felt so fucking justified and so good about it. And I was like, what a fucking little asshole. And then on second thirty one, I was like, God, that poor little kid. I shoved him down like a fucking sack of potatoes. I mean, he went right down to the ground. I felt so fucking bad and I felt bad ever since. But well, in your defense, better him than you because, you know, if right. he falls, well, he's made of rubber. If your old ass falls, you know, you're going to dislocate yeah. your hip. I'm going to break my hip. And, uh, I, I mean, 
it's the closest thing to a fight that I've been in in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt, I mean, like I got this rush of adrenaline and I was like, oh my God. And I just, I mean, I didn't even push him hard. I like literally just put my hand on his shoulder and shoved him down on the ground. Uh, anyway, so back to the movie. Uh, <laughs> I've told I've told no one this story except you and my wife. Um, ah, Terror Train, which is Alex's new nickname on the trails. Yep. Out on the running trails, here comes the Terror Train. Look out, kids. <laughs> I still feel like a douche. But anyway, uh, so... I think it's probably time to get to a final girl. You want to explain what that is to those who are uninitiated? Okay. On the show, we got a little game show. It's called Final Girl or the Final Girl Challenge. What we do periodically on our Instagram account for Slasher, I hardly know her. We throw up a post that says, hey, if you were in a scary movie, what would your character's name be? And people can submit their character's name. You just make up a name original, punny, funny, we don't care, uh, and, and we'll select players to compete in the Final Girl Challenge, which we do here on the show, and it's it's all those classic slasher rules. If you want to survive, don't drink, don't smoke, don't have sex, don't, you know, s- split off from the group, and uh, everybody's going to die except for one. We'll have one Final Girl at the end of the show, and that Final Girl will win the much-coveted mystery prize. We spin the wheel of death, we pull out a name, and we find out the fates of our players. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. So who do we have playing this week? This week we have... Daisy James. All right, Daisy James, welcome Welcome to the the show. show. Bernice Caldwell. All right. Judy Acothley. A-C-O-T-H-L-E-Y. God, there's always one you got to spell for. Right? Judy Acothley. It sounds like I'm trying to say Acosley, but I, I have a speech impediment. Okay. Uh, Nina Hartstone. Hey, Nina. Welcome to the show. Welcome, Judy. Anita Hart. Sabrina. Just Sabrina. No last name. Okay. Uh, Anita Hart. Are we playing teams this week? Oh, buddy. Yeah, we got eight players. Ooh. Ophelia Rass and Dottie Danger. <laughs> Ophelia Rass. Ophelia right. Rass. You can guess who submitted that name. Yeah. So is that all of them? That's all of them. And you're going to start off on teams. So Anita, Sabrina, you are a team. Judy, Nina, you are a team. Daisy and Bernice, you're together. Ophelia and Dottie, you guys are on a team, and you'll be teamed up until the very last round. There will only be one team left, and sweet, sweet, we will rip you apart, <laughs> and you will have to go against each other. Yep, yeah, only one of you will survive. You're going to go gold. through hell together, Final and at the end, for a reason. we tear you apart like conjoined <laughs> twins. One of you will die, and one of you will survive. I don't think that's a good reference. Tear you apart like conjoined twins? I don't, I don't. I don't think they're tearing conjoined twins apart. Conjoined twins. I they're, mean, they're you saw Basket Case. It wasn't pretty. Oh God. I, ugh, did you notice I couldn't think of a word earlier, and it just ended on sweet? Yeah, I did. I wondered. 
I did actually. I was like, you were like, sweet, sweet, and then you just stopped. I there was, was like, nothing. I, there was nothing. You cut that out. We cut that part out where I, I couldn't see. think of a word, and I just uh, abandoned my thought and went on. <laughs> I did. I was like, maybe I missed something. I, I wasn't. Maybe I wasn't paying attention maybe. like I should have been, or something. No, no. What had happened was it cut out. So I did say an awesome, perfect oh, word there. Do you remember what I have it was? immaculate diction, but it cut out. Do you remember what that word was? Nah, oh, let's do this. Like sweet, sweet, <laughs> sweet, just, just sweet. Oh God. Okay, I'm glad. You know, I was gonna think about that later. Like, I can't. Well, can't if you're ever feeling like you're an idiot, just remember I did that, and okay. you'll feel better. I will. I'll, I'll remember this fondly. All right, so let's get to round one. Round one. Spin, Fight. Spin that wheel of death. Oh. oh. Okay. Round one. First up, we've got Ophelia Ass and Dottie Danger. All right. All right, girls. The new girl is a total skank. We should play a nasty prank. That's what Tina Maria suggests. But you guys say kindness is the best. You survive. You survive. Well, by being kind. Props for kindness. Okay, up next we have Judy and Nina. All right. What would it hurt to steal a treat? Besides, a girl has got to eat. You ponder swiping Skittles from Circle K. Then together you cry, no Satan, not today. <laughs> you survived. <laughs> oh, Satan didn't get you down. Not today, Satan. Okay, Anita and Sabrina. You've been having sexy thoughts about each other, and neither one of you has ever taken a lover. Should you seal the deal and make love this very day? Instead, you bow your heads to try to pray the gay away. You <laughs> Good survive. Lord. Hang on, that's problematic. That is problematic. They felt so bad about wanting to make love to each other, they decided to pray the gay away. You know, that that actually gets me thinking, like, you gotta wonder, the guys who made the first slashers, and, like, what what was the reason? Because the, the guy's always killing teenagers for doing naughty, sinful stuff that, you know, really isn't that naughty and sinful in real life, but to the killers, you have sex, and they're like, we must die. Okay. You what drink? What, what's up? I wonder if, like, some of these writer directors had religious upbringings. No, it's it's a morality play. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. finally, Daisy and Bernice. And also uh, a disclaimer: uh, no one here at Slasher I hardly know or finds anything wrong with homosexuality whatsoever. I'm for everything. Whatever blows your hair back. Whatever. Lifts your skirt. Whatever melts your butter. It's an all-inclusive podcast. All right. Finally, Daisy and Bernice. All right. Come on, girls. Everyone is doing it. Buying a realistic doll and screwing it. <laughs> we can have pleasure. His dick we can mount. And since he's not real, it doesn't count. It means we can fuck and we can fuck hard. But we'll still get to keep our precious V-card. So you bang him until your bodies begin to buzz. 
You scream, I can't believe this doesn't count. Someone answered, that's because it does. <laughs> Who said that, you scream as you dismount your synthetic lover. Then he stands up and pulls off his suit made of rubber. Oh. You mean you're a real man in a silicone suit? He laughs, yep. Then he beats you to death with a steel-toed boot. Damn. Dead. A surprising death there. You gotta check those those real dolls. Make sure there's not a person inside. I did not see that coming. Did not see it coming. That well, is. Daisy, Daisy James, Bernice Caldwell, too soon you are dead, but thank you for playing, and please come back and play again. Maybe next time you can win that coveted mystery prize. As for the rest of you, you are still in the game, and we will find out what happens to you in the next round of Final Girl. All right, and we also have uh, a couple of segments coming up. You know, of course, we are going to talk about uh, Terror Jane 2022 because I'm very excited to hear what Mike has to say about that. We'll also talk a little bit about what we're into. We will get our crunchiest kill out there, and then, of course, we will pick a movie to watch next week. And when we come back, we will talk about 1980s Terror Train. Is living with the daily terror in Slasherville taking its toll on your health? Senseless slashing stomping your sensitive nature? Demon dolls damaging your dream homes? Pesky pixies poking the paunch of your pubis? I'm here to help. Hello, I'm Wally the Witch Doctor, and I've got the cure for what ails you. Slip by those slashers with my proprietary imperceptibility potion. Well, he just walked right by me. Dolls be damned. Fight fire with fire with my poltergeist in a pouch. Those dolls literally shit in their tiny doll pants. So, come on down to Wally's Paranormal Fix Shack. Mention this commercial for 10% off your first exorcism. If I can't fix it, fuck it. And fuck you. Hey, but what about my pixie problem? My pubis is killing me. Nothing a few of my patented bee stings can fix. Wally's Paranormal Fix Shack, located just south of the Slasherville Swamps. But I'm allergic to bees. Welcome back to Slasher I Hardly Know Her. We are watching 1980s Terror Train starring Jamie Lee Curtis and David Copperfield. If you don't know who David Copperfield is, go ahead, turn this off and go to the internet and watch some of the amazing illusions that he has perpetrated in front of audiences nation, nay, worldwide. You know, he's so he rich. huge, dude. He owns he his own island. like, does he really? Yes, he no, owns his own island. that's not that hard to do. You can buy an island. There's some really cheap islands out there. Yeah, but he's got like, I mean, his island has like cool ass shit on it. Like, he was massively famous. He was like the Houdini of our childhoods. He had like these absolutely. huge TV specials on. I mean, I would even go as far as to say as he he was as big as Michael Bolton <laughs> yeah. or Kenny G. Yeah, I'd say I'd say he's probably arguably more famous than those people. 
He was a big deal. He made the Statue of Liberty disappear. He floated across the Grand that. Canyon. He escaped Alcatraz. He went over Niagara Falls and survived. He? Yes, he goes over in this like barrel type thing. And you're like, oh my God, he didn't escape before he got over. And then he comes, a helicopter comes up over the falls and he's hanging from a rope as uh, Richard Marx's Ain't Gonna Stop Until I'm Satisfied plays. (laughs) (laughs) That is a a true story. Uh, Uh, How do you think David Copperfield stacks up uh, with with a guy like David Blaine? Well... Sorry, I'm crunching eyes. It's um, definitely a different mood or tone uh, uh, the way they approach magic, but trick for trick, who's better? Uh, David Cockfield, hands down, because you look at the other magicians like David Blaine and you know even people more contemporary like the Carbonara guy, but uh, they all use... And your favorite, Chris Angel. Oh, God, I hate him. But but Chris Angel's in there. They all use camera tricks, yeah. and they and they don't. You know, they're not true magicians. I mean, yes, they can do some magic, but like if you're yeah. watching one of their specials, they'll do something. Like David Blaine used to do this deal where he would float. It's called the Baldu- Balducci levitation. He would float a few inches off the ground in front of an audience, and and they'd get their reaction. It was like, oh my god, that's really cool, right? And they'd show the reaction shots, and all that was true. Except when you were watching it at home, they would also cut to a scene where he was, he was on a rope you just didn't see, and they were levitating him three feet off the ground. So at home, you were like, my God, and they'd show the reactions of the people who were genuinely impressed that he you know, floated an inch or two off the ground. Mm-hmm. But at home, it, that you thought they were impressed that he'd flown three feet off the ground, and that was bullshit. And then they also use a lot of dupes in the audience, and no one gives a shit about this, but Copperfield... You know, what you saw is what you got. And that was pretty cool. Anyway. Amazing. He was uh, fairly well known at the time they shot this in 1980. He had shot, I think, at that point, his first national television special. He might have been two or three in at that point. And uh, so he was, you know, he was probably a big get for producers at the time. I didn't recognize anybody else in the movie besides him and Jamie Lee. But uh, he, I think... I get the impression as an audience member, they wanted you to think it was the mysterious magician who was killing everybody. I mean, yeah. you, I, yeah, mean yeah. I mean, they kind of threw it all over the place. Every Anybody could have, you know, been getting it. But uh, I think they, they wanted you to think it was the magician for a while. He was awfully Definitely. mysterious. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they try to make you think it's the magician. Magician? M- magician? And uh, did you ever think it was the magician? Do you remember young Alex watching this movie? Oh, I'm sure I did. But I think even young Alex probably knew about the MacGuffin and the red herring that is always in these movies by this point. Mm -hmm. So whoever you think did it didn't do it, right? Right. I mean, I just assumed from pretty much the beginning when people started dying that it was the kid from the beginning. Because who else would it be? Why would they set it up like that? Right. I mean, that's a... (laughs) <laughs> that's what you texted me Micah texted me as he started he was like I'm watching Terror Train right now I'm pretty sure it's the guy they fuck over in the very first scene <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. That's, that stands to reason um, uh-huh. but they uh-huh. did they did throw you a little uh, a little twist there at the end though we'll get to that but it's it, it it's a it's a surprise twist and 2022 had its own twist which I like it does have a twist for sure it has its own twist so 
I don't remember a lot of the deaths in this movie. I mean, I remember... I mean, then at, I remember the guy in the bathroom. I remember the first one. And then at mm-hmm. some point, the killer puts on that lizard costume. And one of the sorority chicks is trying to get him to bang in one of the sleeper cars. And they they get up in the little bunk. And then he stabs her to death. Right? Yeah. and Repeatedly. A lot, yeah. And that's the only... That's those are the only three deaths I remember that were we get to watch the death or we get to watch the murder. The rest I feel like were mostly like body discoveries. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I know. I, as I was watching it, I was wondering like what what the fuck am I supposed to do for a crunchiest kill on this one? Mm-hmm. On either one of them, the 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 original or the new one. I've got uh I think I know. I think I I think I know what I'll go with. Uh You got a crunchy kill? I think I got a crunchy kill. I think it's I think it's pretty good. I can, um, I can think of one. Okay, well then use that one. I'd use that one. I mean, if I read what it. what if it's the same one? Mm, I don't think it will be. I really don't feel like it will be. We're gonna be like Crunchy Kill Eskimo Brothers. We're <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, look it up, folks. Uh. <laughs> Go Google it now. Um, okay, uh, so you want to tell me something? Yeah, what? I got a good question for you. This, uh, you know, we know Halloween took place in 1978. We know that this took place in 1980, which was three years after the kid, uh, you know, they screw the kid over at the beginning. So I guess that happened in 1977. And this is a mm-hmm. long bunch of sentences to ask you, what, what else happened in 1988? I mean, 1980. Don't tell me about 88. Good, because you know how many movies we've watched from 1988? I'm running out of news from 1988. Good. Let's just go with 80 then when this movie I've already recycled some of the 1988 news. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's talk about 1980. Let's do it. Let's see, news of 1980. Alex had his 20, 21st birthday. 23rd. 23rd birthday. Just kidding. He's not that old. I just like to pretend he's really old. Because he's, what, uh, what a year older than me? I Two believe, years, maybe? I believe I'm just a, a, a series of months older than you. <sighs> Let's see here. Okay. Terra Train, news of 1980. The Rubik's Cube puzzle toy debuts internationally during January at the Toy Fair in London. Rubik's Cube. Wow. Mount St. Helens erupts on May 18th in Washington. 3M begins sales of its latest product, a little product called Post-it Notes. Oh, my. Yeah, 1980. Uh, See, former Beatle John Lennon was shot to death. And killer clown John Wayne Gacy Jr. was sentenced to death for the murder of 33 boys and young men. That was in 1980? Wow, I didn't know that. I thought that... I thought he was discovered in like the 90s or something. You know, this is what the internet's telling me. Well, uh, I did not vet right. my sources. That's good. I wouldn't uh, expect you to. Average cost of a new house was $68,000. Wow. Cost of a gallon of gas. This is the one I usually ask you to guess. How much was a gallon of gas? In 1980, I'm going to guess it was 93 cents. Oh, you would have been upset. One dollar and nineteen cents. Oh my God! Ah, oh, that must have—we must have been going through some inflation or something. Minimum wage was three dollars and ten cents, and a movie ticket was two dollars and sixty-seven cents. That one always amazes me. 
Notable people born in 1980. Jessica Simpson, Macaulay Culkin, Kim Kardashian, and, wait for it, Isaac Hansen. That's the big one. Who's, the I- list. Who's Isaac Hansen? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was the oldest brother in uh, that band Hansen. Oh. Bop, 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 He's the Hansen brother. <laughs> you know that one. <laughs> I do now. Uh, let's Popular films from 1980, Star Wars, Episode V, The Empire Strikes Back, Superman II, Mm -hmm. popular TV shows, The Facts of Life, General Hospital, Dallas, The Dukes of Hazzard, Chips, and your favorite section of the news of the year. Other scary movies from 1980 include Death Ship, Friday the 13th, The Shining, The Fog, Motel Hell, City of the Living Dead, Maniac, Humanoids from the Deep, and one we already talked about, Prom Night. Prom Night came out in 1980. I know this from listening to segment one. <laughs> Humanoids from the Deep has got some good good clips from it. I, I pulled some clips. I think I might have even posted a clip from Humanoids from the Deep on our, on our Instagram. I'm not familiar. I'm down to give it a shot. We give it a go. Uh, so many movies, so little time. Speaking of give it a go, uh, Heather wants to appear on the podcast again, and she's already picked her movie. She, uh, I think it'll be a good one for us. I think it'll, uh, I think we'll enjoy it, and she wants you to try to get some special guests for it. But I'm, that's all I'm going to tell you. That's mean, man. Well, I don't think we can do it in December because I feel like. Uh, I feel like, you know, you're going to pick whatever you pick here, and then I feel like we got to pick some kind of Christmassy horror movie. So I don't know it's if we'll get to it. It's mean because now I want to know what movie she's got. Oh, she's already got one. She's already got one. She texted me at work the other day. I was like, I want to be on the podcast again, and this is the movie I want to do. I mean, she set the bar high with her first episode. Didn't she, she say Death Spa? She did Death Spa. That was her pick, yeah. That, and Death Spa brought so much joy and happiness into my life. I don't, I'm not sure this pick will do that. I don't think this one will do that. Okay. Yeah, I don't right. think so. Um, it's not a downer, is it? Is she going to have us watch, like, fucking Serbian film or something like that? No, and I would also guess that there is a lot of nudity in this one. Well, you know I'm for that. I know. As long as it's not, you know, in brutal rape scenes. I, I don't know anything about this movie. I just know I just know a little bit. I just know a little Speaking bit. Speaking of so. brutal rape scenes, did you ever see a French extremity horror movie called... Uh, Calvair, the ordeal. You know the answer is no. I don't watch foreign horror like you do. And I hate when people start sentences with, speaking of a brutal rape. Well, I forgot about the rape scene in this movie. And it's just, it's a, I don't even know what that movie is. It's, it's like about an entertainer who, who's on a trip and his car breaks down. And he ends up in some like backwoods deliverance-esque village. But I guess it's in France or something like that. And it's... Anyway, I do it not. It's hard to watch. Yeah, I don't it's like. It's not like fun horror movie. It was that like how how bad can we make you feel watching our movie? It was that, that kind of a scary movie. That was my biggest gripe about Rob Zombie's Halloween was the rape scene. Uh, yeah, I, I it didn't need it. I hated it. It was too brutal. And I mm-hmm. don't even I don't even hate that movie. But I hate that movie. Yeah, because rape of that scene reason. should be fun. <laughs> I don't like a brutal rape scene. I like a whimsical rape scene. I would be fine with no rape scenes in any movies. That would be just fine by me. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with that, too. So since we're talking about Terra Training 2022 in Segment 3, is there anything you want to talk about Terra Training 1980 in Segment 2? You got something? Let's see. We've talked. We've got the train. We talked about the magic. David Copperfield's doing magic. Uh, Jamie Lee's turning in tricks, another by expert the way. performance. What? All of those tricks were real tricks. He, he didn't use any movie magic for any of them. I thought for certain he had to use movie magic for that shit. He did not. No special effects. That was all real stuff. I wonder if that was like his condition for making the movie. He's like, I'll only make it if the tricks are real. Probably. I mean, probably. He was doing his own stuff. I mean, I've seen him do you know, all of those tricks, so that's probably what it was. It was probably stuff from his act at the time. Yeah. No, that's all I got right now, other than you know maybe some crunchy kills at the end and rating this sucker. All right. Well, then, I think it's time for another round of Final Girl. All right, let's do it. Round one, we lost Daisy James and Bernice Caldwell. Rest in peace. We still have you six players. Let's find out what happens. First, we spin the Wheel of Death. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this wheel. I hate it. I was trying to do like a Sandler wheel, but it didn't really come out. I was like, how do I do a Sandler wheel of death? That was, I feel like that first one was more a Tim Allen wheel of death. (laughs) All right. First up, Team Judy and Nina. Judy Acoffley, Nina Hearthstone. My name is Gertie. Will you be my friends? Gertie is a weirdo with the worst split ends. To befriend her will seriously damage your rep. But you aren't shallow like the sister from Step by Step. Instead of writing her off or calling her a nerd, you induct her as the newest member of your herd. You survive. You survive. Thank you for being inclusive. That's cool. Befriending a nerd. Absolutely. I think the killer the killer will definitely appreciate that. He might let you live. Yep, nerds need it. Alright, up next, Anita Hart. No. Anita Hart. Is that a pun, too? Anita yes, Hart. it's a pun. A pun. I love a good pun. I know you do. Anita Hart and Sabrina. You're at a sleepover when things get weird. Lonnie asks if you will be his beard. He asks you to please do the sex with him so no one will find out that he likes men. And even though you both feel for him, you tell him that even friendly sex is a sin. You survived. You survived. Whoa. What a ter- I mean, they, why not just say lie for me? They don't actually have to have sex. That's true. They. That's true. But, I mean, maybe, you know what? Maybe he was wondering if it was something he'd be into. Yeah. You never maybe. know. You never know. Hey, I tried that. I gave that a try. I was like, maybe I'm gay, you know? So I, like, looked at some gay porn and tried, and, you know, mm-hmm. at least I, you know, went there to see if just maybe just maybe what I found out is I'm approximately 10 to 13 percent gay (laughs) you know uh, similar story I won't go into the the details of it but uh, I did find out that I was 100 percent that bitch oh 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 my god I'm embarrassed to be your friend and I wish you wouldn't speak you don't like a good is Lizzo that, is reference? That, is that Lizzo? <laughs> oh, no. Hey, I discovered Lizzo. 
Okay. Oh. I liked Lizzo before it was cool. Me and Lizzo go way back. I see. Well, you know, I'm glad I got the reference in there then. Uh, I knew her back when she was just Liz. (laughs) Or she added the extra Z and O. (laughs) I actually told her to add the O. That's cool. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah, I I gave her the O. I I gave her the O. Well, that's awesome. Uh, We got another rhyme, I think. Uh, I don't know. Last one. Oh, oh, uh oh. Ophelia Rass and Dottie Danger. That's too bad. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, gee golly. You gave in to peer pressure and took some molly. Then a masked man chopped you up and placed your parts in a basket. Cursed to spend eternity in a hand-woven casket. You are dead. Oh, you are dead. A hand-woven casket. Yikes. Yikes, am yeah, I right? Yeah, they're dead. You're all chopped up Yikes. into pieces. Wow. Okay, well, sorry to see you guys go. Please come back but again next week. But if it makes week. you feel any better, it was a very, very nice basket. Oh, well, that, I mean, that would make me feel better. Looking down from heaven and being like, well, at least it wasn't that basket case basket. That thing sucked as bad as the moon. Get stuck in a whisker basket. Oh, not another whisker basket. Uh, all right, so uh, coming up, we're going to talk about Terror Train 2022. The Tubi original came out this year. We thought, why not give it a shot since we were giving the original a shot anyway? We're going to talk about that. Talk you about what. thought, why not give it a shot? I was not for this. But we did it together anyway. And yeah, all that's coming up after the break. Stay with us. Stay tuned for a special announcement from the Slasherville COC. People of Slasherville, as president of the Slasherville Chamber of Commerce, it's been my pleasure to watch the town grow and overcome some of the horrors of the past. As you know, this year marks the 20th anniversary of the Yeti Massacre of 2003, when many of our Sasquatch and Yeti neighbors were hunted down and brutally murdered by biker werewolves from two towns over. We've done a lot of healing since then, but it's up to us to never forget the tragic events of that day. So, I invite you to join us for the Yeti Massacre Remembrance Ceremony on the steps of Haunted City Hall on Friday, January 13th, for a candle fright vigil, followed by a werewolf roast. We hope to see you there. It's been 20 years since the Yeti died. Hacking pieces while the Yeti children cried. 20 years since the streets ran red. Rivers of blood and bones. He's never been for heads. Did he shine up the Chinese chicken? Have a drumstick in Hey, slashers out there at Slasherville. Thanks for coming back and sticking with us through the show welcome back from the break we are talking about 1980s terror train starring jamie lee curtis and david copperfield i am joined as always by alex slasher the other half of the dynamic slasher duo we are recording the show live in the swamps of slasherville 
And in this third segment, we've got an extra special terror train to talk about one of the best films ever made. A remake of the original terror train, a Tubi original called Terror Train. Made in 2022. Starring nobody you've ever heard of. Uh, that's and not. Uh, wait, there's that one guy, the Canadian actor that was in Shit's Creek. Yes, he played Mutt in Shit's Creek. Uh, Shit's Creek. He played the magician in this. I'm, I immediately was like, who is that guy? I looked him up and was like, yep, that was Mutt. Uh, yeah, he had piercing blue eyes. He was a beautiful, beautiful man. He's a beautiful, beautiful really accentuated magician. by his dark black hair, uh-huh. blue eyes, and yeah. black hair. It's a magical combination. It certainly is and was. So, Terror Train 2022. I didn't. I knew they were making it. I'd seen the news on it. I did not know it was going to be a Tubi original, as you said. Didn't know that was a thing. Ah. Uh, and if you were a fan of the original Terror Train, I would think you would be a fan of this one because it is damn near shot for shot. Dude, it really is. I mean, ha- like I had never seen the first Terror Train, so I watched Terror Train, the original, uh, yesterday and then the new one today. And damn, I mean, it's almost shot for shot the same movie. It really is. It starts out the same way. I mean, the only difference is in, in the start is that uh, they they in the original Terror Train they tell Jamie Lee Curtis that the person waiting in the bed for the guy they're going to screw over is one of mm-hmm. the frat boys. Um, mm-hmm. But in this, they it's going to be a a dummy. They're like, yeah, this dummy right here, we're putting it in the bed. But then they, you know, same thing happens, body in the bed. And then on the train, they change it from New Year's Eve to Halloween, which makes a lot more sense because they're all in costumes. And the dude who is like, you know, saying, don't don't talk about this, you know, don't report this. Uh, what we did to Kenny, um, he was a lot more menacing in the new one. He seemed, yeah. you know, a little more fucked up in the head. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was worse. But other than that, even the casting, like, uh, like some of the frat boys looked the same and had the you know similar hairstyles. And I mean, they yeah. like really stayed true to the original. Uh, the deaths happen in the same way. They happen mm-hmm. at the same time. Uh, the tricks that the magician does are different. And this yes. this magician I, does not have an assistant. David Copperfield did. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, it's... And, I, I mean, you clearly did not like it. I thought that they, they did a good, as far as, you know, red herrings go, in the type of tricks that the magician on the new one mm-hmm. did. It was all... They were all kind of scary tricks, you know? Yeah. Like cutting his arm and stuff with knives and... His presence on stage was a lot more scary. So you're like, ooh, is this guy the killer? You know, I, I never thought David Copperfield was the killer in the first one, even though they tried to make it. But in this one, I was like, huh. Right, well, they're doing a better job of making me think it could it could be him. Yeah, it did seem like it, it might be him. But uh, this one, it's I liked the characters. I thought I liked the characters in this one better than the original. Like, Jamie Lee, I don't feel like you ever got an opportunity to really know her or feel bad for her, especially since she was, I mean, she was still hanging out with all the same people, even though she hated them. And I mean, yeah. that, that's true in the new one, too. But in the new one, I, I really liked the lead character, you know, like I, I felt like they fleshed her out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. See, I'm, I'm going to differ with you on that one because I liked the characters in the first one. 
a lot better. I mean, because Jamie Lee, even if she wasn't a good actress, she's got such a memorable look, you know, a face um, and and voice. And I thought she was a lot more memorable in the lead. Um, And I liked all the goofy frat boys. Mm -hmm. But I think they did leave more of an impression on on the new one as far as, like, the bad guy seemed really bad, the bad frat boy. Yeah. Um, so I'll give that frat boy points for being scarier and more memorable in the new one, and then I'm going to give Jamie Lee points for being more. I don't know. And I liked David Copperfield as a magician much better. It was a lot. Well, he's. Playing, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I just like the old ones. Yeah. I like the old. I mean, I'm telling you, I like the original better. I really enjoy Terror Train 1980. Uh, this one. You know, I didn't not like it. And what I did like about it was that it was so true to the original. Like when they did, April, you know, April yeah. Fool's Day is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. But when they did the new April Fool's Day, it was like what they did with Point Break. Completely different story, completely different everything. Yeah. Um, just kind of a similar, you know, underlying theme of, you know, we're, we're these criminals or whatever. Uh, this one, I mean, it was... 100% an homage to the original. And they didn't go really uh, like just deeper and darker than the original like right. so many updates try to do where it's like in ours it's going to be fucking brutal. It was pretty much the same kills. It wasn't like yeah, yeah but in ours it's going to be nastier and darker and you know they just the kills were pretty much the same. Maybe the girl who gets stabbed in the bunk, that might have been a little bit more intense and gratuitous, but it wasn't, you know, I, it wasn't I, crazy. I really paid attention to how that was shot because, you know, to make to make a knife, to plunge a knife into someone's chest, it takes some special effects. So you either have a prop knife that, you know, has that little spring in it so it doesn't go all the yeah. way in them, or you do it with CG. Or you really kill the actress. Or you really kill the actress and then just dump her out of the Sorry, train actor, and replace actor. her. We see actor now. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, yes. Uh, and so I was like, I wonder what they're going to do here. Because like in a, a Friday the 13th or a Michael Myers or something, uh, you know, he plunges the knife so deep that it usually has to be CG because there's nowhere for a collapsible blade to go. And yeah. so I was really paying attention to how they did this one, and it looks like it was neither a, collapse, a collapsible knife nor was it uh, CG. They just edited it really well, and I think very cleverly to show a full knife. And then when he, you know, they'd cut back when the knife was already in her, so it was clearly mm-hmm. a cut down knife that was just pressed against her chest, and you could even see it once because. His hand moves, and you could tell that the knife wasn't making connection with her skin or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you haven't seen Terror Terrain 2022 at home, and you decide to watch it because of this, take note of this. It it was artfully shot that stabbing scene, to and it looks brutal and it looks good. But at no point do you see the knife actually plunge into the actor, and it still sold the whole gag. I thought I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, you yeah. know what else? Uh, a terror train uh, the original did better was the the famous canopy scene getting wrapped up in the canopy that was uh, so much so much more memorable in the first one well the second one looked stupid as hell it looked like he was they said no you have to wrap yourself in the canopy because that's what they did in the first movie and it was like yeah. the actor didn't get it and he was, was like i don't want to i don't want to wrap up in the canopy yeah, he was just <laughs> i mean like i kind of 
rubbing his hands on the canopy. Yes, it was gracefully moving through it. Yeah, <laughs> as stupid as it was in the first one, it was way stupider in the second one. It was so dumb in the second one. It, somehow I believed it in the first one, and in the second one, I was just like, "Oh my god, they should have cut away from it or something." But again, damn near shot for shot. I mean, they they even mimicked that part of it. So for us to talk about the ending of the new Terra Train, I think we're going to have to give away the ending of the old Terra Train. I don't think so. I think what they did is they they pet cemeteried us. Uh, so the original pet cemetery, everybody's seen it. Everybody knows who the killer is going to be at the end. Uh, cool. And then they rebooted pet cemetery like four or five years ago, and. Everything is the same until you get to the end and they surprise you with who the killer is. Well, they did that with Terra Train 2. In the first one, it's somebody else. But in the mm-hmm. second one, it is the train conductor who in this version is female, not male. Mm-hmm. And she's the mother of the kid that they terrorized. And the kid that they terrorized yeah. is actually at this costume party on the train. They didn't so know. They, they, they Friday the 13th us. They Voorheed us. They, they did. They pamela us. They did. It was they the They pammed mother. us. And they end up, how did they, they do kill the kid. Oh, they shoot him. The, uh, the, the, the magician, the magician shoots, shoots the kid. Him. Yeah. Yeah, shoots him dead because he, like, confronts the girl, our main character, the Jamie Lee character. He confronts her and was like, yeah, you screwed me up. You didn't love me, whatever. You promised you'd kiss me. And then the magician comes in and kills that guy. So you assume yeah. he's killed the killer. Right, but, but then they realize. But then we're like, wait, it's the magician. R- right, they decide it's the magician. When they go back there to check him out, he is sitting in a chair impaled with swords. And then we're like, wait, it's the mom. <laughs> and then they kill the mom. And then they're like, wait, it was the mom's distant cousin. No, that part. And then happen. they're like, no, wait. It was a guy you worked with at Chick-fil-A, and you got a promotion when he wanted it. It's the uh, longest train ride ever. <laughs> it's a very long train ride, guys. If you if you do that too many times, I'm just like, I don't care anymore. It's like, it was this guy. Just kidding. It was this guy. Just kidding. It was this guy. Uh, I, yeah, you lose me after. You get one twist. Don't, one don't, twist. Don't twist your twist. But it was, it did end up being... The guy they'd screwed over his mom, who was a train conductor, and then we learned that the person who was killed before the thing ever started was the train conductor. He was killed out on the deck and uh, the platform before the train ever went, and she assumed the role of train conductor, and she was exacting her revenge. And I, I have to say, that movie was not terrible. You seemed to hate it. I liked it. I thought it was good. (laughs) I, yeah. What didn't you like about it? I just got bored. I didn't care. Well, because you had just seen the exact same movie a night earlier. That could definitely be part of why I didn't care. I watched it while I made breakfast this morning, the second one. Yeah. It was good, too. Did good. Mm -hmm. I uh, did some, like, breakfast ravioli and... uh, What? There's no such thing as breakfast ravioli. I invented it. I, I, I made it up. So it's ravioli plus eggs? Uh, there were eggs there, yeah. And uh, some vegetarian meat and cheese. and Meat's not vegetarian. Yeah, I, I did some uh, some vegetarian crumbles. and Crumbles? Uh, yeah. Chorizo crumbles? Uh, they weren't chorizo, beef but they were beef crumbles. I didn't have any sausage. 
mixed it with some some maple syrup, some cheese, put it on a, a rolled out piece of white bread, and then put another rolled out piece of white bread on top and crimped the edges what? together, fried them, served a soft boiled egg on top. It was delicious. That sounds crazy. I don't understand it. I would have to put that in my mouth before I believe it's real. Yeah, and it was a real thing. wasn't bad at all. And uh, thinking back, it's the only thing I ate today. I'm hungry. You so, should eat. Yeah, well, I had some Teddy Grahams. During the break, I, I'm going to need you to go get a little snack, okay? Eh. Teddy Grahams? Teddy Grahams. Teddy Grahams. Teddy Grahams got picked potato appeal because they're made from bananas and bears that are real. So, All right. Um, so, thanks for that walk down Amnesia Lane. <laughs> we want to hit up some Final Girl before we come back and talk about the conclusion of the original Terra Train yeah, and award our crunchiest kill. That sounds like that sounds like a plan. All right, let's do it. Uh, we got a bunch of dead bodies. There's four dead four. bodies here at Slasherville Studios. Um, uh, Slasher Studios here in Slasherville at uh, the swamps, um, and uh, we got. Four survivors, Anita, Sabrina, Judy, and Nina. All right. Sabrina, Nina, Anita. Wow. I, I'm I keep thinking I've repeated the same theme. name because they're kind of similar. Yeah. Don't, All right. Don't first up, let me spin that wheel. All right. Anita, Sabrina, you're up first. Hey, girls. Look, I made a pipe out of an apple. And I added some vodka to our delicious peach snapple. Want to smoke grass from this pipe made of fruit? No thanks, Bryce. And your booze we won't shoot. Now politely get rid of it or we'll give you the boot. You survive. You survive. Yeah. Don't smoke that weed out of that apple. Don't do it. Don't drink that spiked snapple. Don't need it. You don't need it. This one's long. When the writer's yeah, room handed go. me this last one, I was like, really, guys? Can you not cut here these down a little go. bit? Okay, Judy Acothley and Nina Hearthstone. Let's find out what happens. It was a cold night in November when Johnny whipped out his member. He said, here's the deal. Just give it a feel. At first, you were shy. But, hey, Johnny's a nice guy. You were all feeling randy. So you gave him a handy. But you shouldn't have did that forbidden act. You betrayed your promise, your abstinence pact. And for your sin, you paid with your life. A maniac walked in clutching a knife. He used his blade to cut off Johnny's pud. Then chewed it and spit in your face Johnny's blood. But he wasn't done, not even close, no siree. For he pulled out a weed eater and shouted, Whee! This was no ordinary weed cutting tool. With a blender blade, he had replaced the spool. He backed you into a corner and made quick work of your hides. He hedged you and trimmed you and spilled your insides. In your next life, remember, when sex is offered, you should pass. But for this life, it's too late. And now your ass is grass. <laughs> You are dead. <laughs> and I am asleep. So, <laughs> that was well done. Sorry to see you guys Judy, go. Judy, Nina, bad. rest in peace. 
Anita Hart and Sabrina. We will find out what happens to you in the next round. My God, you're finally going to be split up from your sweet, sweet. (laughs) Your sweet, sweet union will be severed. We'll find out what happens to you. Two girls in the final round of Final Girl. You got me. We'll be right back after the break. Final girl, final girl, have you ever won final girl? Probably not, and here's why, the slasher killer is mighty spry, he kills, like women be shopping, yeah, am I right? Murder, yes, he's the best, but here's one thing that we must confess, he has no name and that's a shame, what do we scream when he hacks and maims, help us, give him a name today. That's right. Alex and Micah were too lazy to ever give the slasher I hardly know her killer a proper name. Seems easy enough, but dozens of final girl victims later, and our dumb maniacal killing machine still has no name to call his own. That's where you come in. Come up with a name for the final girl slasher I hardly know her killer and submit it by visiting us at slasher I hardly know her on Instagram or drop us a line at getslash.com. We'll sort through the fives of entries we receive and pick the very best one. Plus, we'll send a special prize to the person who submits the winning name. Mention how handsome you imagine Alex is in your message for a chance to win our special bonus prize. That's Slasher I Hardly Know Her on Instagram and GetSlash.com. Let the contest begin! Welcome back to the show. We are talking about Terror Train from 1980. We just got done talking about Terror Train from 2022. Micah didn't love it. I thought. Don't it was try to act fine. all smooth like you knew what you were saying. I didn't know you it. Just, I, you just did brain that, farted. Was, you was like, that we acting? are. Uh, was that? I, and you welcome thought that back. Was we are. Uh, I did, I did talk, not think that was smooth. Talking about a movie. I just didn't want to start over, so it was like, screw it, let's go, let's push I forward. I do that all the time, yeah. but you know, when you do it, I want to make fun of it. I want to make sure that we put a little spotlight on it. No, that's fine. I, I'm glad you thought it was smooth. I thought it was more of a sweet, sweet. That's what's nice about doing radio voice is you can do that long, long <laughs> thing that gives you time to think of the next territory. Welcome. <laughs> back to the show, Big Ebbinger. Oh, I nailed it. So back to uh, <laughs> back to the lecture at hand. Micah, what else you into? What are you into? 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 What are you into? What's all this screaming about? What am I into? Oh, well, I think we talked about this last, uh, last episode is that Mythic Quest is back for season three. So I've been watching that. I haven't watched um, it yet. Then I won't say a thing about it. Please than, don't. You know, is it back. great? Is it great? It's Mythic Quest. What do you think? Well, I mean, you know, there are a lot of changes at the end of season two. A lot of things have changed. I'm, I'm excited to see where it's going. Now, they're not, they released the two episodes first, mm-hmm. and then now they're coming out every Friday. 
Okay. So you don't you don't get the whole season at once. So does that mean there's three right now? Uh, I believe yeah, I believe the third episode came out uh, on Friday. Yeah. And by the time this airs, there will be four out. So that's exciting. I've not watched it yet, and we keep forgetting that we have it because it's on Apple TV, and we forget about Apple TV. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm like, what should I watch? And what should I? And then I remember, oh fucking a Mythic Quest is back. Hell yes, that is exciting. It's so good. It's it so is good. so good. If you're not watching Mythic Quest, folks, you are missing out. It is hilarious. You are missing out on Mythic Quest. It's a it's hilarious, but it's also like real and heartfelt, and you know what I mean. Like, I don't even know what I'd call yeah. it—a a dramedy. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know Rob McElhaney had it in him to uh, to pull that out because, like, sometimes it's fucking gut wrenching. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I loved how in the seasons one and two they had it, like one episode where it was seemed totally unrelated mm-hmm. to the rest of the show, but it dies. And it back. Fucking worked. Yeah, no, yeah. it's Good shit. Rob uh, McElhaney is hilarious and talented. I mean, like he is. I have quickly fallen in love with him. He is, you know. I didn't realize what a creative force he was. I just thought he was a funny actor. I didn't realize all the stuff yeah. he does. And uh yeah, he's he's phenomenal. Uh that's a good one. I am you're gonna it's way better than what I'm about to say. I am really back into YouTube. Okay, explain. Well, I love watching people make things and do things and learning new things. And so I'll go on these kicks where I learn a bunch of new skills on YouTube. You know, it's how mm-hmm. I know how to do half of what I do. And sure. because I'm about, I've got a, a career change uh, ahead. And so I've been really doing a lot of research to prep for that career change. And so I, and because the thing I'm doing is going to be pretty cool the stuff I'm watching to learn how to do it is pretty cool. And yeah, earlier you told me you were watching one of those tiny hand videos where they <laughs> use tiny hands in their sleeves. Is that what you're talking about for the new career? Well, to be fair, that was on TikTok. Uh, and yes, I am trying He's to learn gonna, Alex how to is prepare be food a with tiny, tiny hand doll chef. hands. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you made your breakfast ravioli with tiny, tiny hands? hands? Tiny hands, man. They were little bitty ravioli. I, my big meat paws couldn't uh, handle it so yeah i used little doll hands Mm -hmm, so -hmm, that's what i'm into mm -hmm. i know youtube sounds uh you know like a stupid thing to say that you're into but specifically uh and i'm sure you've watched their videos many times uh film riot i i absolutely love the guys at film riot they're hilarious and the stuff they teach you is so cool with video editing and and shooting video and it makes me really excited to you know do video projects i know you and me are talking about doing short films all the time and so much that i learned watching those will come out i mean i've gone down a, a film riot rabbit hole i've loved them for years i mean like many many years uh, since I lived back in the state that you live in, I was watching Film Riot, and they've gotten so much better, and I'm learning so much stuff. So, yeah, if you uh, have any interest in making you know, films and mm-hmm. uh, don't have a huge budget, uh, you know, get yourself a copy of After Effects and go watch Film Riot. Dude, YouTube saved my ass when my old pickup truck stopped working. I just hopped on YouTube, watched videos on how to fix it, got in there and did it, and bam, she was running again. Dude, I've got this mechanic here where I live, and he's the most honest mechanic in the world, so I love him. But he's so honest that when you go in and you're like, hey, my car's doing this, he goes, well, hmm, 
you know, it could be this. And then he watches a YouTube video about how to fix it right the fuck in front of you. He, does, he's, he doesn't even pretend that he knows how to fix it. He's like, let me see. And he'll watch a few YouTube videos. And if, and if he thinks he can fix that after that, he's like, yeah, just leave it here. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's a good mechanic. I mean, that's super honest. Doesn't even pretend that he knows what the fuck is happening. He's just like, eh, let me see. Um, that reminds me of a time I went to a doctor and I was like, hey, what's this thing on my chest? And he just starts Googling images. And I'm like, really? He goes that's to Dr. Dr. Pimplepopper.com and he's like, eh, <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that's full of gross pus. Uh, let, me, let me go get a needle. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm into. And let's wrap up this fucking movie. Um, it, yeah, man, we got to get into this ending. Because, uh, you know, I had the killer pegged, but they definitely had a twist that I didn't see coming. So you had the killer pegged in that you knew it was the guy they had fucked over at the start. Yeah, old Kenny. They'd done that thing, and he'd spun around in the canopy mm-hmm. after he made out with a dead body. And I'm like, it's him. It's got to be him. But Saw we never the red herring Kenny from a mile again. away. Yeah. Well, yeah, but who else was it going to be? Why would they show that scene in the first place? No, I'm with you. Um uh, and then everybody's wearing masks. Well, so they it could got have it been Jamie Lee. Them. Maybe it was Jamie Lee because she hated the guys for, for pulling the prank. Could have been the kindly old conductor. Could have been the kindly old conductor. As we learned from 2022, it's definitely a possibility that it's the conductor. But it isn't. Who is it, Micah? No. It's Kenny from the beginning, the <laughs> canopy boy. Yes, but not exactly. As we yeah. we learn towards the end, uh, Kenny has now, I don't know if he's undergone a sex change necessarily, but at some point we start seeing the killer's hands and they're painted nails. Uh-huh. And also, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there were times when the killer appeared in costume that to me it uh-huh. looked very feminine, like it was a feminine form. I even said that to Heather because I couldn't remember who the killer was. And right. I was like, hey, uh, there's definitely a woman in that costume. And sure enough, it is a woman. It's the magician's assistant. Yes. You know what's weird is when he revealed that he was the assistant, I was like, okay, good job, filmmakers. I did not see that coming. But I re- there's there's a scene uh, and they're earlier in the movie where the assistant pops up or something i can't remember if david copperfield like drops a blanket or anyway the assistant pops up Mm -hmm. and something about the assistant's face looked weird as fuck it was weird enough that i hit rewind and played it again and i was like what is going on with the assistant's face i couldn't figure it out i guess what i was noticing was it didn't look like a woman right it's actually a man heather said the same thing she goes is that a man and I was like, I don't know, because I couldn't, I couldn't remember how the movie ends. I was like, I don't know. That man. was the only scene that stuck out to me, though, because mm-hmm. like, the rest of the time I didn't really even think about the assistant being you know, anything other than a woman. So was he, was he disguised as a woman, or had he gotten a sex change? Oh, now that I don't know. Did they, did they give us any kind of hints at that? I don't know. I'm not sure. Whatever I the case, they did. Kenny I liked is that. masquerading as a magician's assistant in woman form, yeah. and he's been doing the death, the killing the whole time. Yeah, it's and, Kenny. And uh, there's kind of a weird scene because they're sitting at the table, and Kenny's got her hands. Jamie Lee Curtis is across the table from him, and Jamie gives him that kiss she was supposed to give him so long ago. Right. And it was a much creepier scene in the old one than it was in the new one. Oh, definitely. I thought there's also a scene where the killer chases Jamie Lee into a car that has a like a cage in it 
like a yeah, like yeah. an operator's cage or something. So uh-huh. it's you know like human size, but it's in the middle of this this like you know train car. Uh, I yeah, thought I like that, that they did that in the new one too, but I thought it was a lot uh, better in the old one. The old one. Me too, was... and I thought that was a cool choice because it's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, you you kind of escaped from your killer, but you're, you also he's right the fuck there. Can he still get to you? He's just got to find something long enough to stab you with it. Uh, I I thought that was a cool idea. Yeah, I did too. Because because you're trapped, but you're safe. But are you safe? Yep. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was a, a good move by the filmmakers, and they they carried it into the the uh, remake as well. I got a question. Why the hell was Kenny wearing that clear mask over his face? Uh, to make it creepier, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't clear on that one either. He's wearing one of those, you know, clear but painted on masks. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. It it wasn't. It was not. It made it creepier. I'll say that. Sure. It's definitely pretty creepy. Uh, so that ga- kiss was kind of cool, though. What's going on there? It was like a real kiss. I don't know what she was doing. Was she trying to like maybe kiss him? you know tenderly enough that she would forgive him at her and and let her live yeah or that's what i think she or feel bad for maybe, kenny because of all a little guilt there up shit could have been maybe. a little guilt she did owe him that kiss and so maybe it was a twofer but uh might have been whatever the case it doesn't work out for poor old kenny in the end more complex than than the new update that, that kiss definitely it was a loaded kiss it was a loaded kiss so how does kenny actually get it i don't remember uh, let's see here. He, they fight, they struggle. The door of the train is open. He goes out, falls down, breaks his ass in the snow, slides into the water, and goes downstream. So, I mean, we could be looking at a sequel. We don't see him dead. Oh, they're up on a pretty high train bridge when he falls, right? He falls far, and I'm like, they're going to have him land in the water and set it up for a sequel. But when he landed, he hit land, and his Mm. body looks like it breaks. Well, I mean, in 2022, it looks like she gets dumped out on the tracks, and she's dead. But the very final scene, she pops those eyes open. Yes, the conductor, Pamela Voorhees, opens her eyes. But I do feel confident they're not. There are no plans to make a sequel to 1980s Terror Train as it is now 2022. Yeah. 42 You never know, though. Yeah, never know. I mean, yeah. You never know. It's possible, but I don't think it's going to happen. So what did you think about this movie? It wasn't Jamie Lee's strongest film. Uh, it could have been worse. It could have been better. It did have some unique scenes that were uh, that were pretty special. The ones we've talked about with mm-hmm. Kenny dancing around, it strangled in the canopy, and the kiss with Jamie Lee, um, and then it had David Copperfield doing his bit. That's about all I can remember from this movie. The kills weren't that memorable. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna say it was just okay. How many uh, psychosis-induced tornado canopy spins would you give this? <laughs> how many psychosis-induced tornado canopy spins? I'm gonna give this a. Let's go with a four, five. I'm gonna go four out of ten. Wow, four out of ten. That is just an abomination because this movie is easily. A good solid seven and a half. Seven and, seven we, and we, a half. We're doing halves now. Do we? Do you halves? do halves all the time, so don't call me out. I'm giving it seven point five psychosis induced canopy spins. 
All right. Well, if you're going to give it 7.5, I'll throw it a, a 4.2. See, it's a good... And a half. I really... I'll tell you what I loved about this movie. I loved the feel of it. It really had that mysterious feel of something taking place on a train, which while a train is moving, it's its very own world. There's no help from the outside. You're in the middle of nowhere. It was dark. It was scary. It was creepy. Yeah. Is it the best movie ever? No. But the feeling this movie gave me is familiar and creepy, and that's what I want in a horror movie. You know, if they want to give us that that creepy train feeling of, of being isolated, why, they should have given us more exterior shots or aerial shots or something of the train going through these landscapes. You know what I mean? I mean, yes and no, because we got enough to know that they're not traveling through a lot of towns or anything. It mm-hmm. was, uh, and they do explain that in the 2022 one. They're like, hey, these you know, these party trains or whatever, they don't go on the normal route, so we don't even have cell service because they had to explain why there's no cell service. Um, yeah. But in, I thought, I mean, it really had a real, you know, murder on the Orient Express kind of vibe, but being a slasher film, this is this is definitely one I know I will watch again and again and again. And it's not because it's the best movie, but it's because I love the way it makes you feel. It's, it's creepy, it's dark, it's scary, so... I say if you want to watch a movie that takes place on a train, watch, uh, oh, what the fuck is that movie called? God. It's the one, and they're on the train, and they got to stay on it forever, and Chris Evans and uh, Tilda Swinton God, that are in it. that fucking movie uh, is terrible. It's, I just forgot what that's called. And they just made it into a fucking series, Do you remember too. remember that movie? Uh, no, I, I own it. My boss bought it for I me once. I love that movie, wanted, oh, and usually I, I know the name movie. of it, and I've totally forgotten it. I hate that movie so much. Uh, yeah, Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer, that's Piercer. it. Yeah, Snowpiercer. You liked that's Snowpiercer? That's a good not the series. I never watched that because the trailer looks terrible, but the movie was fucking great. Oh, God. I would give that movie zero stars. I hated that oh, movie. This guy. That's this, a favorite. My, that's one of my favorites. My boss at a job I worked at was like, I saw this movie. It's just right up your alley. You're going to love it. And I, it's called Snowpiercer. And I never watched it because I knew his opinion sucked. And uh, then for Christmas, he bought that movie for me on DVD. So I felt like I had to watch it. And so I own Snowpiercer, and I've never watched it again. It was stupid. See, I thought I was in for a run-of-the-mill action film when I turned on Snowpiercer so that it was as off the wall as it was. I had no idea what was coming, so that was fucking great. Gross. Um, Okay, so you got a uh, crunchiest kill. Crunchiest kill. Well, you know, really, I think my crunchiest kill is probably uh, our killer, Kenny, getting thrown out the train and his body breaking on the ground below. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a good one in retrospect. That's a good one. Not what I'm going to pick, though. I knew you weren't going to pick mine. Mine is only a crunchy kill because of what happens afterwards, but it's the very first kill of the movie, uh, the yep. guy that gets killed on the platform so that uh, our killer can assume his costume and identity, and he's then dropped onto the tracks, and then the train then promptly slowly rolls over his skull. I knew you were going to pick that one. Come on, that's crunchy. That's crunchy. crunchy. That's literally crunchy. That is my pick. I enjoyed it. So all we got left to do really is for you to pick a movie after we find out who is this episode's final girl. All right, let's do it. 
We, uh, again, we have more bodies. We got one, two, three, four, five, six bodies. Six dead bodies here at the swamps where we're recording today's show. Two survivors, Anita, Hart, and Sabrina. You have been together the whole show, but listen to this. You've been on a little slip of paper, and now... Oh! Ripped it apart. Ripped apart like sweet, sweet... (laughs) 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 Like sweet, sweet. Ripped it apart like sweet, sweet. Uh, All right. Oh, sweet, 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 sweet. (laughs) Um... So, yeah, you're, you're, you're not on the team anymore. We're going to spin that wheel. We're going to drop it in. We'll see which one of you survives. All so right. here we go. Let's spin that wheel of death. Hurry, 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 hurry. Oh. <laughs> okay. Up first, we've got Sabrina. Sabrina. Sometimes I feel like everybody is a sexy baby, and I'm a <laughs> diaper in the trash. <laughs> Have you, have you heard that song? I've not heard that song. No. A friend of me, a friend of mine, sent me a link to a Taylor Swift song. I don't know how new or old it is. I think it's called "Antihero." And one of the lines in her song is, "Sometimes I feel like everybody is a sexy baby." Well, that's weird because <laughs> did I not? I thought you were making a reference to me because I will bust into work sometimes, and when there's a bunch of people in the room, I'll say. What's up, sexy babies? And You'll say what? <laughs> What's up, sexy babies? Sexy babies. Because it seems uh, to make them all uncomfortable. All right. Well, this just in Alex and Taylor Swift think right. babies are sexy. I'll be damned. You can get tickets to my concert, though. All right, Sabrina. Let's get back to your fate. Sometimes I feel like everybody is a sexy baby, and I'm a diaper in the trash. I wish I could become sexy, maybe, and get rid of this rash. So instead of going out like the cool kids and painting the town red, I stay home and write more songs where it's safe in my bed. You You survive. survive. Well done, Sabrina. That doesn't look good for our next contestant. Anita, Anita Hart. Oh. All right, Anita. Let's see what happens. Gonna need more than that soon. Not me. I won't stay locked up like a monster on a hill. Me, I'm getting out tonight. I'm looking for a thrill. I already banged three surfer dudes on the way to Zach's big party. And as I walk there, I'm huffing glue, which is making me kind of farty. <laughs> What's that sound behind the bush? I hope it's more surfers I can bang. But out pops a big old boogeyman with an axe connected to a chain. Whoa! He swings it round and round and round up above his head, then plants his axe firmly inside your sternum. And now you are uh, dead. You're dead. I'm sorry, Axe to the sternum! That a is, boogeyman with an axe to the sternum. That is, uh, that is sad. That is sad for you, I like Sabrina. How he uh, not Sabrina. It around and then wham! I mean, that must have gone deep. Connected by the chain with that heavy axe head. Uh, you know, the good news is you probably died pretty quickly. I think you probably got deep in there. Uh, yeah, know. yeah. And uh, good news for Sabrina. It, it's a painful what it death means. either way. Yes, Sabrina. You are this week's winner. You are our final girl. Congratulations. You have one more step. 
in order to claim the mystery prize. You need to get on Instagram and say, hey, Alex, Micah, I listened to the show. I am this episode's final girl. Send me that mystery prize and we will do that. So direct message on Instagram and we will get that prize made, mailed out to you. Thanks for playing. And thanks to all you folks who died. Please come back. Give us another name. Use the same name, whatever you want. We'd love to have you come back so we can kill you all over again. Yes, yes. We love a return visitor. Uh, and you will uh, you will surely, after hearing that wonderful rhyme of death, want to be involved in this show once again. You got a little clunky there at the end, didn't uh, you? Well, you know, when you mispronounce Axe, that's where it all fell apart. Axe. <laughs> that's sweet, sweet. Ah, that's sweet, sweet. All right, Micah, so tell me what fantabulous piece of cinematic art I will be watching for the next episode. Oh, man, I'm excited now because I kind of just totally forgot that we hadn't got to the part where we reveal the movie. No, we have not. All right. Uh, So we are going to be visiting with a special guest we've had on the show before. Uh Uh-oh. Who has been lobbying for us to talk about a little movie called The Blair Witch Project. Oh, wow. In a couple of weeks, we will be joined by the notorious Dr. Scott, to talk about the original Blair Witch Project. Fantastic. That is exciting. So Scott knows all about this, huh? We just talked about it today. Well, that's He's interesting. Like, when, I, when are y'all gonna have me back on the show? That sounds exactly like I'm like, like never, Dr. dude. Scott. It wasn't that good. And uh, and then. Uh, and he's like, please, I'll give you money. I'll give you blow blows. And I was like, fine. Well, I just, I just Not talked kidding. to Dr. Scott a couple of days ago, and uh, he, he said he was listening to the show and said it made, yeah. him, it made him, he said, man, I, I really want to do the show again. In fact, I'll just call Alex. Uh, but not about doing the show. He just wanted to talk. So how yeah. how interesting that, uh, yeah, I'm excited about this one because it's been years since I've seen The Blair Witch Project. I don't think I've seen it since I watched it in 1999. And I believe that last year, for whatever reason, we decided that The Blair Witch Project was kind of a thanksgiving movie. I don't remember did why. We? Yes, we did. We did indeed. Now, Thanksgiving will have passed by the time this yeah. uh, airs. No, no, no. This will this particular episode that we are doing now will air the day before Thanksgiving, and uh, or will it? No, wait. Thanksgiving's this Thursday. Is that right? Yeah, twenty fourth. So this will air after Thanksgiving. Uh, Scott's will air uh, two weeks after that. So anyway, yeah, I think we decided this was a Thanksgiving movie. So we're around the right time. It's in the holidays. It's cold. Their nose. Yeah. I know their noses are running. Their noses definitely, are definitely, definitely running. Her nose is definitely running, and, and they're wearing beanies. And she's got that beanie on. I definitely remember that. All right, I'm excited. I remember about one of the one. guys' names is Josh. I don't remember that at all. Uh, Heather is it Heather, Heather and Josh and another guy. Either her real name is Heather or her name is Heather on the show. I don't remember. I can't remember. Heather Donahue is that the actress or is that the character? I feel like that's the actress. Uh, uh. I don't I can't even believe that name just popped into my head. I'm I, I with my brain. I can't either because you were just talking earlier about how you don't trust your brain anymore. Well, it could be wrong. Maybe it's all wrong. Now I'm going to look it up right this very moment. Uh, and it was 1999. You're right about that. So, and her name is Heather Donahue. Oh, and she plays Heather Donahue. 
okay. Because okay. remember, this was supposed to be real at the time. Real. and Yeah, yeah. So it stars Michael C. Williams as Michael Williams and Joshua Leonard as Josh Leonard. So there you go. All right. Fantastic. I remember it scared the pants off of me when I first watched it. How about you? Um, Yes, and I completely bought in. You know, like I 100% bought into the, the marketing gimmick that it was real, it was found footage. They really marketed it well. Hell yeah. And uh, she was on an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. She played uh, Stacy Corvelli in one episode in 2005. So, no, she's not That'll been be in fun. a ton of things. She's been in 15 it's things. So. It's going to be nice to have Dr. Scott back it on the is. show. He hasn't I'm been here this season. I'm excited about that. I am excited about that. All right. Oh, and Dr. Scott said he was going to prepare a quiz for us. Oh, good, good. I like his quizzes because they're always, you always think you know what he's going to ask. And then, you know, he's like, and what's the gross domestic product of Africa? <laughs> and you're like, what? You know, crap. Yeah, he always gets you. So Bamboozled. Like yeah. Um, fantastic. All right. So that's it, folks. If you want to watch The Blair Witch Project with us, then go ahead and do so, and uh, we'll tackle that in two more weeks. Micah, uh, I love doing this show with you. Love you, brother, and thanks, everybody, for listening to our show today. Yep, and please like, subscribe more than anything. Tell your friends about us. If, if people don't know about us, they won't listen to us, and uh, so it's you who uh, gets that word out for us. We don't make a dime off this. We have no budget for advertising, so please tell your friends and your enemies. Yeah, let them know about that sweet, sweet. Let them know about that sweet, sweet. Maybe this will be the thing that turns your enemy into a friend. You're my sweet, sweet Alex. You're I love my you. sweet, sweet Micah. I love you. We'll do it again in two weeks. nice thing about having those tiny hands is it makes makes your penis look bigger oh yeah absolutely you have no idea how many pictures i've taken (laughs) 